welcome to this special bonus episode of The Devil's Advocate. A couple of weeks ago, Simon Gorsak came onto the show and we debated about heckling. Uh, you should check out that episode, but at the end of it, he issued a challenge for me to go onto the Underdog Comedy Show, which is the one he runs every Thursday night at the Black Dog at 9 p.m. You should definitely check it out if you're ever in Edmonton. Uh, and he was going to heckle me all the way through my set to prove how terrible heckling is. And I took him up on that challenge. And now I present to you the actual live recording from that night. And so you, in this, you see Simon trying to ruin my performance by heckling, but you see how his heckling brought forth a deeper truth about humanity. And now I present to you the definitive proof of how I won that debate against Simon. Here we go. Your co-host, Simon, who you saw earlier, he was on a podcast last week with your next performer. It was uh, his podcast called The Devil's Advocate. And Simon and uh, your next performer got into it. Uh, they got into a debate about heckling in comedy. Is it good? Is it bad? Simon said bad. Your next performer said good. <laughs> Let's see what happens. <laughs> He's a very funny man. Please welcome David Ray. All right, folks. Um, yes. Uh, before I begin, I just want to take a moment to say uh, how grateful I am to be able to do stand-up comedy, especially since I have uh, personally overcome heroin addiction in my own life. I remember the very first time somebody offered me heroin. They're like, "Hey, buddy, do you want this heroin?" And I said, "No." And that's how I overcame heroin addiction, just like that. <laughs> Super easy. Have a look back, best decision of my life, you know? I don't know why people say it's so tough, you know? But I like telling that joke because people look at me and they're like, there's gotta be a reason he's that skinny, right? Is it heroin, crack, mess? Did he have a fight with a vacuum cleaner? What's going on? Because this is not what a human should look like, right? I look like I'm vacuum sealed, right? <laughs> Uh, if I wanted to go, if I wanted to go to the, uh, you know, uh, a, a soup kitchen or something like that tomorrow, they would be like, "This guy needs a sandwich. You just cut the line and get in there, buddy. You go in there. If you tickle me right now, you're going to touch vital organs <laughs> and send me to shock. I can't mess around." Uh, that's uh, inappropriate. Um, so uh, I, I kind of hope stand-up comedy works out for me. It's not because, going to. Uh, well, uh, sir, I am trying to perform, so if you'd let me try harder. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I hope stand-up comedy works out for me because I realize I I'm thirty. Super won't. Uh, I hope it works out for me because I realize I can't I'm thirty. Stress enough, and it won't. <laughs> I, we are trying to do something special here, and by you interrupting, it's just showing flaws in your character, not in mine. It's not uh, you know, it's showing how terrible I am, it's showing how terrible you are. Now, I hope stand-up comedy works out Pretty for you guys. Pretty good point. <laughs> I'm 32 years old. I hope stand-up comedy works out for you. I'm 40. Make fun of the way I look. Come on, like I realize it. I'm a comedian. I realize how terrible I am. This is the job I chose to take. Come on now. 
All right, I'm 32 years old. I hope standing up comedy works out for me because I realized I can't get a real job. You know, if I wanted to get a real job tomorrow, I'm trying to go down to the police station and they sit me down for an interview. I'm not at the punchline yet, sir. See, they sit me down for an interview at the uh, police station. They super won't. See, sir, I'm the one with the microphone. They're here to listen to what I have to say. I prepare these jokes. But I'm killing. (laughs) Are you killing? Because what you're doing is interrupting, you know? this is that Simon is trying to prove that heckling ruins a comedy performance. But here's the thing, you're going to walk away from this performance tonight and think, hey, remember how the the host is heckling the person who's on stage? That's sort of weird, wasn't it? And then you keep that memory with you, and you know that's something you can take away from this performance that will always go with you. And meanwhile, if heckling really does happen, here's the thing, heckling's not the worst thing I do. Yeah, but how's it going for you? (laughs) (laughs) Whatever, this is one performance. If I quit after one performance, I'm a shitty comedian, okay? I give up after one idiot in the audience. Because you gotta realize a heckler has basically social nausea. Uh, somebody's not paying attention. Oh, somebody's not. Oh, but then here's the thing nausea is not terrible. Nausea is a sign that something's wrong with them. If somebody's heckling from the audience, it means, oh, this person has nobody that loves them. right now, and you don't know if they're a good person or not, and then you take them to a comedy show and they start heckling, dump them immediately. I don't care if you've been married for 15 years. Divorce them! Now, Simon wants to take heckling away, like, which is stupid, first of all. That's like a war on drugs. There's always going to be drugs and heckling. What are you going to do? It's unending. There will be always idiots, but instead we can use it to identify the people that we should uh, ostracize and get out of here. Also, it also is a highlight to the problems in their own life for them to hopefully reflect upon. And if they come and ruin the performance, so what? I can get on stage again tomorrow. You tell like, a oh, fucking joke. Uh, it doesn't matter, I'm making my point now. <laughs> Look at how much uh, Simon's struggling to heckle me. Know why? Because he's a person with empathy and care. He can't do it. He loves me too much. And he can really quit deep if he wanted to. He can make fun of my dead family. He hasn't yet. Because he loves me too much. If he wanted to get to the core of me, you know who the dead family has it. Because he has empathy. He cares about me too much. He won't go there. And that's the problem with hecklers. Hecklers are just so full of their own heads. They can't, they, they don't have any, and that's the problem with them. They're sociopaths. And because we have, because we have stand-up comedy shows, we have one way to identify those folks. Right? What, you're going to get rid of heckling? Now we don't know who the people are that we should avoid, you know? So look at him. He's, he's trying to come up with something, but he can't do it. Because I already know I'm a terrible person. I don't need some heckler in the audience to tell me. Yeah, I'm skinny. I'm pathetic. I have no hope for my life. Uh, you people love me. I'm going to die one day. You're all screwed. We're all screwed. Nobody cares about any of us. We're just going to turn to a pile of dust and throw into the ground. And hopefully one day that there's heaven. But nobody's even really proven that. And even if they argue about it all the time, 
time. You waste our day. We go back to our stupid jobs day after day after day. Just hoping that there's something to cling on to. And then we come to a comedy show trying to relieve our stress, trying to have a few laughs, and then some idiot just goes up there and my performance by saying that heckling is a terrible thing. I have just proven that heckling brings us closer to who we really are as people. Thank you, I'm out of here.